Welcome back to the Oscar Rewind Podcast, where we're here to discuss all of the nominated films for whatever randomly selected year we pick. And for this year, we got the 1976 films for the 1977 Oscars. We've already discussed the four losing nominations, and we're here to finally delve into one of the most well-known Best Picture winners, maybe one of the most beloved Best Picture winners, and it is obviously going to be Rocky. So to help break down this underdog sport sensation, we have Andrea Tennis. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. You know, a lot of new things going on in my life. Kind of got to do a meet and greet on Friday of my new job, which was pretty fun, pretty interesting. Monday is going to be... I feel like pretty intense on learning information and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm doing really well. Perfect, perfect. Well, that's always great to hear. Andrew's been having dreams of work now. She's so <laughs> excited to finally have a new job. So very exciting stuff. <laughs> I got a new collection for uh, Columbia Classics, which I probably wouldn't mention here, but I do think it's funny that of the six films on there, we've seen three of them for this podcast. Funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny how half that collection is just, uh, we, we've already seen because of this. Mm -hmm. uh, Social Network, which was the first year we did for this. Oliver, which I think was one of our least favorite Oscar years yeah. so far. Uh, well, you know, in my opinion, in Andrew's opinion, we have Taxi Driver, which is from this year, which is Andrew's least favorite. So, That's not true. That's yeah. a lie. <laughs> well, not the movie, the, the, the year. The 1977 year. Is that yeah, what I'm least not, I'm not. I'm not liking it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, three pretty good films. Or, you know, two pretty good films in Oliver. I got a 4K, so pretty exciting. But uh, we're not here to discuss Taxi Driver. We did that last yeah. time. We're here to discuss an even better film, right, Andrea? We're here to discuss the Best Picture winner, Rocky. So I'm curious to hear what Andrew's thoughts are. I believe the first five minutes in, Andrew just sat back and went, oh yeah, this is a .5 star for sure. But I feel like your thoughts have changed since the first five minutes of the film. Uh, do, you, do you not like the first five minutes? Was that a slow, thought, slow are start? You, are you here to roast me? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no, no. Wow. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> Has it changed? It did. I mean, honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot of boxing-focused shit. And I, I don't like sports movies. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I do have a couple favorites, like Moneyball is great. And I like to watch A League of Their Own, just because I grew up playing softball. Uh, but overall, usually I'm not a big fan of them. But, yeah, you know... I was probably pretty harsh to begin with, just because I was like, oh my god, I'm going to waste two hours of my life watching this sports film. <laughs> I was not into it, but overall, uh, yeah, it proved me wrong. And so I was going to say, it was probably the biggest shocker of anything we've watched so far, because I was literally just like dreading watching it. But it's a pretty pretty good film. Yeah, I, I like it because it's not boxing focused like you think. Like the story revolves around boxing, but there are not a lot of boxing scenes. I think maybe overall we saw 15 minutes of boxing. 
Yeah, I think going into this and Bound for Glory, Andrew probably had the same feeling going into both, which would be dread and I wish I'd kill myself right now. I feel like that's where Andrew's mindset was for both yep. films. At the end of Bound for Glory, she probably still wanted to kill herself, yep. but I think that just goes to show that this is a pretty great film because uh, afterwards Andrew was feeling it. She was tearing up. She was getting hyped at the end, as we all were. And so I think that kind of just goes to show that even if, you walk in not excited for the film, uh, that that's a testament of how good a film can be sometimes. That kind of blows you away. Yeah. It, it, it definitely was not what I thought it was going to be by any means. Yeah. Would you say that, it, like, does this count as a sport movie? Because there really is so little boxing. Like, this is considered one of the best sport movies of all time, and I would probably agree. This might actually be one of the best sport films of all time. If it counts as a sport movie, I, this is a bit of a gray area for me because it's really not about sports that much. It's more so about Rocky as a person and more so just about the idea of being an underdog and mm -hmm. an idea of never giving up. That's really the themes we got here. Uh, there's not like, you know, the, the end result of the boxing match isn't really the main focus. And no. I feel like that's the case for most other sport films. Yeah. Which I guess it's the same with Moneyball. <laughs> you know, not super sporty, but, you know, technically a sport film. So, yeah, I would agree this is probably one of the best sport films of all time. But I feel like if you actually like sport movies, it might not be. Because it's not that, you know, there's not much. No, not much sport at all. Yeah, so... We can discuss the film here. Uh, the film did not win a whole bunch, despite it being the Best Picture winner. Obviously, yeah. it won Best Picture. It won directing, and it won editing. So it won three, which is yeah. pretty good. But it was also nominated for Lead Actor, Supporting Actor, wow. Supporting Actor again. It got two nominations for that category. Lead Actress, Music for a Song, Sound, and Original Screenplay. So it got a lot of nominations and only walked away with three wins. I'm really surprised I didn't get any acting wins on this. I, I thought the acting, honestly, was pretty good. These people really had to act like they were super awkward, super different from the rest of the world, and I thought they did a great job conveying it. Right. Uh, the acting is really good in this, mm -hmm. and I think if this was up against a lot of other movies, it could have walked away with some of these wins, but you know me and how much I love Network. The acting in that film is fantastic. And it walked mm -hmm. away with almost all of the acting wins, right? So that was the the big leader for wow. acting categories. Well, then I wonder if people were, like, really shocked that this won Best Picture. I wonder if people thought it was going to be Network that won. I think it was. Uh, I was yeah. reading some reviews about it. And this is a movie about the underdog. And this was the underdog for the entire year because this was the number one film box office-wise and nobody would have saw that coming. Wow. This is just some sport movie about some people you don't even know. This is Sylvester Stallone's first major role, right? Like, he's never really done mm -hmm. acting before. Like, this is not a big all-star cast. There's mm -hmm. no Brad Pitt in this movie, unlike Moneyball. No. Uh, and also for the Oscars. I uh, got a lot of nominations, but people really thought, you know, uh, as great as Rocky is, Network is the Oscar kind of movie. It's a bunch of yeah. people in a room talking, politics. It's a very smart script. Uh, that, and I would probably also say All the President's Men is probably a very Oscar-y film, yeah, right? They, they love news 
They mm-hmm. love, uh, you know, the, the whole the story, news industry. Chasing the story. Yeah, and also it's about Watergate, right? Which, yep. is, a, which is a huge story. Huge so, story. yeah, those two I would say were, you know, I wasn't here during this Oscar season, so who mm-hmm. knows what the mindset was actually in 1977. But from what I've read, uh, I looked into it a bit the last few days, and it does seem like a Rocky is the story about the underdog coming out on top, and that really was the case for the entire season. I feel like that was wow. the story. So that is really cool. Uh, yeah, it's crazy that it won, uh, even for directing. Uh, you know, I feel like the director isn't super well-known either. This is really his only mm-hmm. big film. And I feel like most of the time for directors, they tend to just award it to the, the, the director they really know the most. You know, but like, I, I really like their directing. I thought it I was too. really well done. I love how he focused on the character's weakness and strengths and then kind of brought two individuals together that were kind of socially awkward. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think this and Taxi Driver are both similar in a way yeah. where I'm kind of shocked they got Oscar nominations. They're very kind of niche to their own like Different. demographic, but they're yeah. just so good that like mm-hmm. they kind of broke the mold for being nominated. You know, mm-hmm. a Taxi Driver is, you know, uh, about a dude going crazy uh, in the city. <laughs> Not necessarily the Oscars cup of tea. And then, uh, you know, I don't know that many sport movies, especially with like Sylvester Stallone uh, being recognized that much. So these two both really seem to bring a lot to the to the nominations. I feel like we have, a you know, Andrew didn't love this year, but I think we got some good films that were nominated. And I mean, overall, I did end up liking Rocky. I like Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver was was really good and you know network network wasn't bad but then what else did we have all the president's men and found for glory but yeah which <laughs> yeah. i didn't really care for either of those at all yeah no i agree <laughs> i'm pretty indifferent for all the president's men yeah. it's just not our kind of film no. uh, and then bound for glory i don't think it's any i don't think it's any <laughs> i don't think it's pretty film. Film, yeah. i don't even like that's why i said in the original podcast like how did this movie even get in there yeah <gasps> Oh, oh, and we also just watched Carrie, which also was released this year. I forgot. That's funny. That, wow. Yeah. yeah. And that was good for anyone that hasn't seen it. I yeah, it literally good. loved the kind of twist at the end. Yeah. Won't yeah. ruin anything since we're yeah. not actually well, discussing that. We're not here to discuss Carrie. Yeah. But I would say uh should have been nominated for editing. I actually thought the editing was the ed- really crazy. The editing was good because yeah. you thought you knew the whole picture but then at the end like that just blew my mind that i didn't actually know the whole picture that's true yeah. that's true so anyways back to rocky here we can kind of walk yeah. through the story here i imagine especially for a best picture winner i feel like this is one that most people have seen mm-hmm. i feel like of all the best picture winners that we've discussed which i have them all listed here we have king's speech going my way driving miss daisy oliver gandhi wings and now rocky those are all the Best Picture mm-hmm. winner so far. I feel like of all of those, this is probably the one that's been seen the most. Even though King's Speech just came out in 2010, uh, you know, it's pretty, still yeah. pretty recent in the last 10 years. I still think uh, Rocky might be the big one that everyone has seen. This is this is a pretty well-loved Best Picture winner. I, I agree. I think everyone knows Rocky. Everyone knows the famous line, Adrian! Yeah, Adrian knew it. I didn't know that line, I but just, it was a good one. I, that's the only thing I knew is at the end... After the boxing match, he just shouts, Adrian! And he has such yep. um, an iconic voice in this. It's, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone else that has a voice quite like him. It's, it's quite different. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I like your comments on his voice because he's said recently that he's 
think he imagines he's just, he's just going to be doing voice work now just because he's gotten a lot older yeah would, would, would you yeah would, would you agree with that he'd be good I, for voice work i yeah no i think yeah. he would honestly be really good so that's really interesting he made that comment now, you know what his most recent voice work was for this year right no. do you remember who he played no <laughs> he played king shark and suicide squad oh yeah. Oh wow, that's that's actually really funny. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was great at that. Yeah, he was my favorite character. Yeah, he was awesome. So you know, I'm, I'm down for more Stallone voice work. Uh, and I, I always had this thought in my mind that he wouldn't be a great actor. Uh, you know, maybe that's just my biasness here. But he just does Rocky and Rambo, and then like a few random films in between. Right? He doesn't do that much. So I didn't really think he would be this great actor, but he really got me in this movie. Uh, this is definitely a one-man performance, really, of Rocky Balboa, and he is really good in this film. Uh, for those that don't know, starts off a little rocky, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek there, where, um, he, he, uh, you know, he's he's the loan shark. He's helping out. He's you know he's with the wrong he's with the wrong kind of crowd here. Uh, then we got these up, these higher-ups. They're discussing who they want to have compete against Apollo Creed. Uh, they want to really make this big show that this is America. And you know what? Uh, they give chances to anybody. Anybody has the chance of a lifetime to get the title. And so by doing that and having this big mirage of, oh, anybody can, like, you know, this is America. Chances are given out to anybody. They decided to land upon Rocky to compete against him, just some random guy they found in the papers and that's going to be who's going to face off against the infamous world champion title mm -hmm. apollo creed yeah i really like uh the scene where they're talking about ev everything like with the famous boxer apollo creed and he's like you know america it's the land of dreams let's let fate decide because it is the you know the land of dreams i i really enjoyed that opening scene where they just happened to land upon him and i think it really had to do with his name the italian stallion yeah they really liked yeah. that that name he gave himself and they just thought we could put that title up on the poster apollo creed versus the italian stallion it got a nice ring to it uh, even creed said so himself that it sounds like a monster flick right like it sounds like creed is going up against a monster right like yeah. it's, they're just thinking about the promotional material they don't care who it is it doesn't matter to them uh, they're mm -hmm. just trying to think of like a good way to market this towards people it's all about apollo creed winning they don't really care who it is uh they're gonna get defeated and they'll make money off of it mm -hmm. uh, so that's where we land on rocky and rocky goes on a date with this one girl uh here i'll have to pull up her name here but probably one of my least favorite scenes, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess obviously it's Adrian, uh, but uh, Talia Shire, who I believe was nominated for Best Actress. Which I cannot believe. That he, I don't know who won the category, but she was amazing. Like, she was just so socially awkward in the beginning, and her just coming out of her shell, I thought she had great character development. No, for sure. She was really good, and like I said, if this was against any other year, <laughs> she would have been great. But she was against Jessica. It was like one of the best performances we've seen in quite it? some time. Uh, I believe the, the actress's name is Jessica, who plays like, you know, the, the young lead industry woman in network who like cuts th everyone's throats. Remember her? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's fantastic. So, uh, you know, uh, she was very good. And in any other year, I probably would have been pretty stoked to see her win. But, you know, um, it's tough to go against, you know, one of the best performances of the decade. But she was really good. And I... Uh, I think you agree with me here. The, the scene where they first date 
is really awkward. It's very like the, at the beginning, I kind of got a little lost here. The film definitely starts winning me over about the halfway mark. And even the beginning is good. But this one scene where Rocky is very creepy. He's very, it's very like rapey where yeah. he brings, he brings her up to the entrance of his apartment. He goes, Hey, I want to come in. And she's like, no, I really don't. I got to go. He's like, no, no, come on, come on. He won't, he won't take no for an answer. He yeah. keeps telling her, you got to come in. You got to come in. You got to come in. She keeps saying no. She eventually just goes, okay, fine. Like, I'll just walk in, just like hang out for a few minutes. And then I got to go. They enter the apartment mm -hmm. and he won't let her leave. He's like, come on, let's, let's go to my bed. Let, let, let's do this. Let's do that. And she's just standing right by the door, just wanting to leave. And then by the time she's about to open the door and leave, he walks over, puts his hand on the door, forces her to stay, forces her to kiss him. It did not age well at all, really. No. It, it was it was very, very, like, red flags. And, well, and the thing is, like, Rocky's just a real awkward character. He yeah. doesn't know this isn't the right way to treat a woman. Yeah, he's doing, he, yeah. he He just was trying to, like, I don't know, I guess, kind of bring her out of her shell in a way. But he was doing it. Very wrong, very, very wrong. That's all I kept thinking is like, it's very, it's kind of cringy watching two awkward characters in the same room and one trying to be very aggressive and the other one just trying to get out of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Rocky doesn't mean any harm by this. Obviously, mm -hmm. he's not going to rape her or anything, no. but uh, it's just definitely the vibe that comes off of it. Uh, and I think that is what benefits the film a lot. Rocky makes a few questionable decisions that if it was like a normal person we probably wouldn't like them but because he's like so dumb right like he's so kind of in his own world and confused about what's going on uh he you know he's a little thick in the head he's not the brightest bulb on the tree mm -hmm. um you, you kind of almost brush aside you're like okay he doesn't mean what he's doing mm -hmm. right like when he's beating people up or anything like the whole time in the film there is definitely a theme of rocky's dumb Everyone thinks he's dumb. No one really appreciates him. And the theme carries out all the way until the end of the film, the film where, like like you said, it's the biggest underdog story ever. Yeah, yeah, he's very much like Joey Tribbiani from Friends, where he's kind of just walking <laughs> around. He's just saying things that don't really make much sense. Um, like when he's finally officially there for the title and he does that first interview yeah. and they're like, oh my gosh, like where did you get the Italian stallion? And he's just like... Oh, I was just eating dinner one day, and I just thought of it, and that was it. Like, like, like that, that was his answer. He doesn't really think things through. He just, he just says what, what's on his mind. Yeah. And, and that's really funny that you compared him to Joey from Friends, because I was actually thinking that the whole time. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just a big dummy, but, like, he's a great guy. Yeah, and just like Joey. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just a genuinely nice dude yeah. that you really grow to love. I really think he's a fantastic character. I... Don't think I say this about many sport films. I say this about Moneyball. That's why it's the only sport film I own. Yeah. I would rewatch this every now and then. I, I would definitely be down to watch this maybe once every two years or something. Like, I would definitely check back in on Rocky. Honestly, it's really good. I would 100% rewatch this. Yeah. yeah, and I don't say that about most Best Picture winners. I really don't. But I, I really did enjoy this one. Uh, Rocky is just a really fun character. You know, aside from that one creepy, rapey moment with yeah. uh, Adrian, he is so nice to her. He loves her so much. Like, he really loves this girl, and it's really sweet. It makes you, it definitely makes you tear up a lot. Yeah. I know I teared up, like, a lot during it. It's just because he is just such a nice guy. 
and then they just kind of bring each other out of like their own little shells. It's really yeah. sweet, actually. Yeah, they're, they are both so awkward and isolated, and that's why mm -hmm. he didn't want her to leave that night. Um, mm -hmm. It's because he, he just finally thought he found someone that he really likes, and like he, does, he doesn't have that with many people. Like, nobody really yeah. wants to hang out with him. He's always alone. Uh, he does have his one friend who did get nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but, um, but most of the time it's just Rocky by himself. Yeah. And I love the scene where he goes to the ice rink and he pays the $10 for her to go skating. Uh, he can't skate. He just wants yeah. her to skate because she likes it, yeah. which is really funny. Yeah. And that same uh, interview where he talks about eating dinner when he thought of the name Italian Stallion, he also looks at the camera. He's like, I want to do a shout out to my girl, Adrian. <laughs> and then so when they're watching it, when they're watching the TV, he's sitting beside Adrian. And he's, as soon as the scene comes up, he's like, oh, oh, oh look, look, look. And there's the shout out and she's embarrassed and he's all happy and it's so cute. Um, they, the two of them really are the heart of this film. But once again, this is more of a love story and a story about never giving up than it is about sports. It really is. It's just known for being a sports film, but it really has this secret love story in it, which is super great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that I was shocked by, um, of all these nominations, there's two supporting actor nominations. Neither of them are for Apollo Creed, who I thought it was Ooh. a fantastic villain. I thought Apollo Creed oh, was fantastic. Oh, he was great. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked he wasn't one of the two nominations. He mm -hmm. was really great in this film. Um, probably aside from, you know, the main two, Adrian the, and Rocky. Was it the coach that got one? Yeah, it was the, uh, it was the coach. And the friend. And the friend, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, which were both fine performances. I don't know if I would have nominated them. I would have nominated Apollo Creed. That's who I would have went for. I really I like, thought he was the best. I liked the coach. I thought he was honestly really good on like how he treated him at the beginning, throwing his stuff out of, out of his locker, giving it to a new person because he didn't like his way of life. And then turning around and kind of being like someone that was there for him. Yeah. Uh, the film was, uh, for the most part, really good. I... Do like how all the little things that happened throughout that first, really, uh, hour and a half, the first three quarters of the movie, the setting up for this big fight, have those foreshadowing moments in the fight. Yeah. Like we said, I believe his first date with Adrian, he was bringing to her about how he's never broken his nose. Yes. That and then he breaks favorite. his nose. Yeah. So the fight has so many great foreshadowing moments, which make an impact, right? And like if he just got his nose broken yeah. in the fight without that moment beforehand, it would have just been like, okay, wow, he got his nose broken. But the fact that he mm -hmm. says he's been in how many fights and he's never gotten his nose broken because he's always one step ahead. But the fact, so when he gets that nose broken in the fight, you feel the impact as he does. Like he's kind of shook from that. Like, oh my gosh, this is the biggest fight. Like I've never been in a fight like this. Like this yeah. is insane. And that kind of just raises the stakes. That mm -hmm. foreshadow really lifted up how intense this fight really was. And then they also showcase the fact that like when he very first started fighting, his friend works in like a plant where they have pigs, like they, they chop pigs meat or I don't know how you'd like to well, work. Well, like a meat factory, yeah. Yeah, a factory. And there's all these hanging dead pigs and he's just sitting here and he's like punching the shit out of this dead pig and his friend's like, oh, you broke his ribs. Uh, you broke his ribs, like you can stop. And then in the fight with Apollo Creed, there's the part where he actually, you see him breaking his ribs. Yeah, where he breaks Apollo Creed's ribs, yeah. which Andrew picked up on. Another yeah. really great foreshadow. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, really small little things that make that impact in that final mm -hmm. fight way more satisfying. 
And the fact that they thought it was only going to go three rounds and it was just basically going to be a wash, like Apollo Creed was going to take this match. It ended up going, was it 15 or 18? Or uh, it was 15. 15. It was 15 the full rounds. 15. Yeah. yeah. I believe it was 15 rounds in a boxing match and they did the full 15. They they played it out to the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's also fantastic how they really kept saying, uh, you know, it'll be a three round game. But it'll be fun. We'll, we'll have fun. And then just also the fact that they didn't really care about his poster. He ends up going in a, in a day early just to check it out. And he goes, you got my shorts wrong. The colors are backwards. And the guy, like, just, he just didn't really care. He kind of brushed it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they don't care. Um, yeah, and I said this to Andrew, but Rocky's very much like Andrea, especially this week when <laughs> Andrea had her new, her first day at the job, uh, I believe, like, the night before. We had to <laughs> run out to, like, three different stores to get the okay. perfect shade of black for her mask because she wanted it to match her blazer, yeah. and she was freaking out and staying up all oh night going, oh my gosh I this was is crazy not up all night. overthinking everything and that was wow. like rocky in this he like walks over looks at the poster he's like oh my gosh it's just like you in the mask he's like it's, it's the wrong shade it's like the, the wrong color on the poster and he was like so nervous and yeah i believe like the morning of you're like oh what well, like what if everyone doesn't like me and then, oh and then we got God. rocky Stop. going up to adrian the night of right saying like mm-hmm. oh my he's like I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose, right? Like, like this is not going to work out for me. And you get, like, he overthinks every little thing and is really adorable. Like, it's really just really charming that he is so concerned and so nervous about this fight. And he kind of, after talking to Adrian, just learns, I'm, I'm just going to try my best. Uh, that's it. I, I just want to do this for Adrian. I want to do this for myself. Um, I've never had this opportunity before and I don't want to give it up. I'm just going to try my best. We'll see what happens. Uh, and it's, it's a really sweet moment. Well, if I'm comparable to Rocky, that's fine. <laughs> you could be compared to way worse. Rocky's pretty sweet. Right. Rocky's pretty, honestly, a pretty great character. He has a super big heart. He tries to always do the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get to the fight? Um, you know, I, I kind of already touched on it, but I really just like the characters. The characters is what made this film for me. Yeah, what do you think of the iconic montage of him running up the stairs with the, the Rocky theme playing? Uh, would you like that? It's great. Yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed that. The music really is like super like pumping you up, getting you motivated. I kind of like it. I might start listening to it each morning to get me pumped up for the day. It is kind of a big <laughs> pump up song. It is, it is. I only need two things going into this movie. I knew the iconic score of him running up the stairs, right? And then I, I, I knew the ending. I, mm-hmm. I knew the twist. But uh, we can get into the twist here. Andrew apparently didn't know that Rocky didn't win. What? Well, you thought that he was going to win at the end. But I did up, think no, he yeah, was going to win No, at but the he end. ended up not. So then that was like a big twist, right? Wow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Wait, do you think he still won? I was confused because what was it was like a technicality they called it on, right? Well, so how boxing works, uh, which I think is the same as UFC. I, I don't really follow either of these sports, but my brother does. Mm-hmm. My, my, my brother is really into it now. So he, he talks to me about it every now and then before we record the Pop Topic podcast. But I believe how the boxing works is it's 15 matches. And then when, the, when it's over, right, after 15 rounds, if nobody is down yet... Then the judges decide uh, who's the like who won, right? 
And so what makes it so crazy is because if you watch the film, Rocky breaks his ribs by like round 14, right? Yeah. And so 15, he was dying, right? Like Creed was dying. He was losing, right? He was and he was going to lose. If there's another round, if there's a 16th round, yeah. he would have lost. Rocky would have been the winner because he was almost down. He was basically on death's door there. Like he was getting destroyed. Um, but it's only a 15 turn game. And then they go based off of the performance and overall of the 15 turns, Rocky was getting beaten the most, right? Like Creed got the most punches on him. He had a stronger performance overall. Mm -hmm. And so technically by the rules of the game, Creed won the match, which sucks. Cause if it was one more turn, Rocky would have been the winner. Like, right. Like he would, Rocky had the upper hand at the end, but that's just not how it worked. Sad. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really sad. Cause he did so amazing. And then at the end, you just hear the entire audience chanting, yeah. Rocky, Rocky. No one's like going Apollo at no, all. No one's no. saying Creed. Like it was, it was a really powerful moment. And, you, and you think he's going to yeah. win. Extremely in powerful. In your head, you're like, oh my, like Rocky's got this in the bag. But yeah. because of how the rules work, he didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just how the sport goes. And I'm going to try not to get teared up during this because I think this is an extremely powerful ending. But I think the fact that uh, within the first few rounds, Creed's clearly ahead of him. He's knocking him down, and he is beating the crap out of Rocky. He keeps falling, and he keeps getting back up. And mm -hmm. it, it really brings that idea of never giving up. Always keep moving forward and keep trying. I believe the iconic line of the film is, it's not about how many punches you get, it's about how many punches you can take. And that's mm -hmm. life, right? Like, this film is about never giving up on life, always yeah. trying, always taking it with the punches, and that ending is so powerful where Creed wins. Unfortunately, when the 15th turn is over, it's announced that he won. Everyone everyone was chanting Rocky for like yeah. the last few rounds. Like everyone, like the momentum was up for Rocky. And when Creed officially won, the way this was edited, and I think this is why it should have won directing and editing because the decision here was so great where you can, in the background, you hear the announcer Creed won, easier if it was a 76th win or whatever it was, like reading off the dialogue about yeah. how he won. The camera's not on Creed. The camera not is not all. on anybody in Creed's party. It is no. on Rocky yelling out Adrian mm -hmm. over and over. You can you can barely hear the announcer anymore. It's all in the background. You can't even hear anything. You just hear him say, Adrian, Adrian. She runs over. They're hugging. And right when they're hugging and they say they want to be married, that's when you hear. That's when you see the streamers and lights falling down for Creed's victory. But it feels like it's for Rocky's victory, right? Like the twist that he didn't win the fight, but he won life. He gotta live his dream. He gotta live life to the fullest. Now he's gonna be with Adrian. That is really great. That is edited and directed so well. It's so powerful. Uh, it's a really, really great scene. Yeah, yeah, no. It, it, like you said, it makes me terrible to think about it because it was honestly just so good. Yeah. That was one of the only things I knew about the movie, like I said, was at the end he yells, Adrian. Yeah, I guess we both knew different parts about the ending. You knew the Adrian yelling yep. part. I knew Rocky lost. That's all I knew. I knew Rocky was going to lose the fight. And during it, it was just so much momentum. I was like, maybe I was thinking of Rocky too. <laughs> maybe I was thinking of, because there's so many Rocky movies. Maybe I got the movie wrong, because I was, it was so focused that he was going to win. Uh, and, and he did win. He didn't yeah. win the fight, but he won... The movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was 100%. really great. Uh, and that's pretty much the ending. I think it ends super strong. It doesn't really whimper out or anything, nope. right? 
I mean, like I said, the first 15 minutes are kind of touch and go just because of what they put on. But, like, they needed that in the beginning. They needed to show the film starting like that. But after that first 15 minutes, it's, like, go, go, go the yeah. whole time. And it's amazing. Yeah, uh, like we briefly talked about Carrie. Uh, like, you know, I we can quickly show on Carrie here. I think it has that gigantic peak of that twist yep. and of the, of, you know, of the homecoming dance. Like, that, that is such a great peak. But for me, it kind of, you know, the last 20 minutes petered out. It, it had some other stuff going on afterwards that didn't really feel necessary. Like, I feel like this movie had its peak and it ended. And it, when that credits come, yeah. you're tearing up, you're crying, you're feeling the moment. Yeah. It's it ended awesome. at the perfect point, yeah. like where it, it should have ended. It felt it felt very complete. Yeah, I'll, honestly, man, even just talking about it, I, I think I like it even more now. Like, yeah, that ending is great. It is good. This director, I that's why I'm surprised he doesn't really have any other really big films because it was just so good. Yeah. And I don't know if this where this was in his career point, but it, a plus. A plus plus, yeah. definitely. Yeah, great directing. I'm glad this one won. I remember when we were discussing Network, I was saying, unbelievable. Network didn't win best directing. Beautifully directed film, and it was. And if it won, I would have been just as happy because it was really good. Um, but I just think for that last 20 minutes, uh, the 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 choices, the the style they went for for this film yeah. really worked. It could it could have went south. Right, like they, they took a risk having Rocky lose at the end. Like that is a big risk, right? I mean, have the audience feel betrayed like that, but it worked. It is, is, and for me, this definitely showed me that I should not judge a book by its cover because, in my mind, this is going to be literally a terrible film, and I was a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. And ironically yeah. enough, yeah, Andrew was. Uh, I can't stress it enough. She was dreading this. I film. did not want to watch it. I was so annoyed. We had to watch it. Yeah, she told me I was sleeping on the couch because I forced her to watch it that one day. <laughs> um, I, I eventually didn't sleep on the couch because she liked it, but it, it was a threat, and <laughs> she was not looking forward to this really at all. And the first yeah. five minutes, she just sits there with her arms crossed and goes, "Yep, this is a point five star film yeah. for me." Like all, like she just had this in her mind. I was mad. Um, and I wasn't too like you know I was more excited than her for sure because uh, I knew it wasn't going to be super much about the sport. Um, but this was still way more powerful than I thought it was going to be. Uh, this was so really good. Powerful. And I think that's exactly what Rocky is. I think it's hilarious that you were saying that you walked in not having any high hopes. Once This was the underdog, right? Like this whole movie feels like the underdog. I feel like an people... underdog story for sure. Mm -hmm. People didn't think this was going to be th this nope. fantastic, this huge of a film back in the day. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe this is the number one film box office wise for that year, which is crazy. Wow. Because normally you would not get that nowadays. So yeah. You know, uh, yeah, nowadays, unless it has Iron Man in it, uh, it's probably not going to be number one in the box office. So no. uh, good for Rocky. Um, and honestly, a worthy Best Picture winner. I, I think compared to all these other ones that we've discussed, we can compare it to these other ones now like we always do. Uh, it's just like almost every single movie that won Best Directing. Yeah, except for <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy and Wings. Neither of those got nominated. But aside from those two... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it won Best Directing, it won Best Editing, which seemed to be a thing for a lot of these films. So it kind of followed a similar path. Um, but once again, I feel like it really does break the mold. A lot of these are more character studies like Gandhi or yeah. uh, or their musicals like Oliver and Going My Way. So yeah. I feel like uh, this is a bit, you know, this is a character study, but it, it's a lot different than studying Gandhi, who is this, you know, great 
historical figure. Yes. Uh, compared to some boxer that is a little rapey sometimes. So, you know, a little <laughs> different. Um, anyways, uh, that's everything for Rocky. Here, we can quickly discuss some of the acting categories. Um, what was your thoughts on Sylvester Stallone as the lead actor? I loved him. Like, he, he was just such an interesting character to get to know. And the other thing that I really liked I didn't bring up is he had, he had these animals that, like, he just wanted to get close to Adrian. So I'm not sure if he bought the animals just to get closer, but he had these two turtles. One was named Link, and I can't remember the other one. But, uh, and then he had this fish, and he was just, like, he just loved them to death, and I thought it was really sweet. He's just literally this giant, but he was, like, the biggest softie ever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I loved about the, his character. And he came out of his shell as well, like, I think. Like the turtle. Character. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like the turtle. <laughs> um, Do you think the two turtles are, like, a symbol of him and Adrian? Maybe. I didn't really think about it, but it could be. Since both of them really come out of their shell in this film? Maybe. Oh, wow. I honestly wouldn't be surprised just because there are so many little foreshadowing hints throughout Rocky. Especially since it's two turtles, not one. That kind of makes me think they yeah, intentionally made no, it to be about them. Exactly, and then maybe the fish was his brother. Her brother? No, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. The fish's name was Moby Dick, though, by the way, which is a cool fish name. I like that. I love that. Rocky was really creative. I really with his like names. Him. I really liked it. I wish I could remember the other turtle's name, but yeah. And I do. I uh, think it's really cute that he keeps going to the fish store or you know the pet store because that's where she is. Um, yeah, I think that. And, and then he was like, "When it comes to my turtles," and she was like, "I, I, 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 I saw them. I, you bought them. <laughs> I sold them to you." Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> she was like, "I've already seen them." Yeah. I was literally there when you bought them. Come on, Rocky. Rocky was fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't think I would love him as much as I did. This was a stacked lead actor category. Might have been, uh, you know, I feel like yeah. a lot of the time there's a lot of stacked female categories, right? I feel like we get that a lot. But for the men, I feel like this was, and, and we said at the beginning of the year, right? When I first picked this year and you went, oh, this seems like a very dude bro year. Yeah. And it really was because like the dudes in these films were crazy good. Mm-hmm. They were a hundred percent. I I liked a lot of the leads. And I don't remember who the lead now is in all the president's men, but <laughs> yeah. you win some, well, you lose some. And I don't know Band of Glory either. Yeah, and then those ones didn't get nominated, but Network yeah. got two nominations, Taxi Driver got one, and then Rocky got one. And between those four nominations from those yeah. four guys. Very strong. Uh, when we do the our own little ceremony in a week and a half time, I'm not going to know Ooh. who I'm going to record. I, I don't know it's, who I'm going to pick. It's going to be tough because yeah. I... It'll be tough. Wow. Yeah, definitely. But what was your thoughts on Adrian as the lead actress? So was she your favorite? Even compared to the network ladies, did you really... Yeah, yeah. Adrian won me over. Yeah, she's, she was she's great. So awkward. And like her whole life, she's been treated like shit. Her brother, you see... Polly treating her like shit repeatedly and you know she kind of just thinks everything's my fault and she's just really been talked down to and then Rocky really brings her out of her shell yeah. and I that that's what I loved I thought she even over Rocky had the best character development throughout the movie yeah. and I think uh her performance is also really strong uh in, in like a subtle way I feel like yeah. the like the look in her eyes at Rocky like, just shows like she's so happy someone loves her. Mm -hmm. And it's really sweet. Like, you, like she just makes all these subtle moments where 
you can just tell she's just really happy where she is right now. Like it's really cute. Uh, she's really great. Uh, what was your thoughts on the two supporting actors? We kind of briefly touched on them. Uh, I thought they were fine. I don't even know necessarily why they got nominated, especially over Creed. I thought he was a great villain. Uh, but um, I don't know. Would he count as supporting? He was pretty prevalent as well. I wouldn't call him lead, though. He'd be supporting. Creed? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm shocked he wasn't uh, I had I thought they had strong performances. Like I said, I did like the coach overall. I thought he was great. Uh, Polly was good, too. I know he was supposed to be an asshole, basically. He's just kind of like a greedy asshole. And then even at the end, like, Rocky has such a big heart. He even, like, basically to help him get some money, he wears the logo for the meat company on the back of his robe. And, like, he was like, they were like, what are you getting out of this? And he's like, uh, nothing, but my friend's getting 3000 Or I don't remember what yeah. he said. Something about $3,000. And I thought that was really, really sweet. Uh... So Polly was okay in my mind. I didn't like how he treated Adrian, obviously. Right. But overall, that's who he was supposed to be as a character. Yeah. No, they, they were both totally fine. Good nominations. I'm not too shocked those two didn't get the win. The lead actor and actress were more of a bigger shock because they were so strong. And this was so strong, the yeah. eventual winner. I wonder if during the night, it must have been a great night, right? where the network was walking away with all of these wins, right? Like, they got Best Actor, Best Actress, Supporting Actor. They were steamrolling all of these wins, right? They got Screenplay. Like, they got more wins than Rocky at the end of the night, right? So I was wondering if by the time we got to Directing and Best Picture, which are normally the last two, if everyone went, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be Network. It's going to be a clean sweep. And then I, they pulled the rug out of them, right? Wow. Like, it must have been a pretty big night. Wow, could we watch that? That would actually honestly be pretty epic just to see them like at the very end because they typically do best picture at the very end, yeah, right? Yeah, it's always the last one except for last, you know, 2021. Yeah, we would talk yeah. about that. But, oh my God, that would be so epic. Do they actually, I wonder if they have all these recorded because I'd actually be interested in watching that. I'd be down to watch it, like yeah. it would be very, like, impactful. Yeah, I'd be down to watch it for sure. Yeah, we should definitely try and look. Look that up because mm -hmm. that must have been a great night. That's what we love about the Oscars. Uh, I love big up Sometimes uprisings. Sometimes they like just that. pull like something out of left field that you're not even expecting. Yeah. So yeah, that must have been a crazy night. Uh, a classic Rocky underdog story coming out on top. Yeah. They're the winner. They're the winner. So, anyways, that's everything for Rocky. What would be your storyboard for this film? <sighs> So while Andrea thinks about it, I'll yeah, kind of let you guys know what the storyboard is. But I believe way back in the second year when we did the Going My Way discussion, uh, the second Best Picture winner we discussed for the 1945 Oscars, the film was nominated, or I believe it also won, Best Film Story, which was not a category for any other year except for that one. And we kind of just surmised it as, what's the best two to three sentence story for this film. You, th this, mm -hmm. is the, this is what the film's about. That's its story. Because it's obviously not going to be about screenplay. So we here like to figure out what, uh, in two to three sentences, how would we describe this film? So Andrew, what would be your film story? I think I'd just go with man may have not won boxing boxing match, but man wins at life. Something that's a good short. one. Yeah, I think you short. beat, yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I haven't even thought of mine yet, but I don't know how I'm going to beat that. I'll say... <laughs> Uh, man beats some meat, finds the girl, but then loses to Creed. I don't know. It's hard to go against yours. Yours yeah. is pretty good. I think you finally beat me at one. Ooh, finally. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm the pro at these storyboards. All right, Andrea. 
Uh, so obviously we are both on Letterbox. Mm-hmm. You could follow me at Quinton Phillipson. You can follow Andrea at Andrea Train Emoji, right? Since Bound for Glory, did you change it? <laughs> You're so funny. No, it's Andrea Penguin Emoji. Penguin, Penguin Emoji. Yes, yeah, so you can fo- you can find us both on Letterbox, mm-hmm. and obviously we give our scores here for what the film would be from 0.5 to five stars. And for Rocky, I'm feeling a pretty high four. I'm 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 pretty high on Rocky. It was a really strong film. I was going in expecting a low 3.5. I was still thinking I would like it. I did not not nearly as much as I did. Uh, really really enjoyed it. Uh, a solid four. Maybe on a rewatch it could be a 4.5. We'll see how I enjoy it. But I'm a four for now. What about you, Andrea? Well, here's the real underdog story. Started off at the very beginning saying I was going to give it like 0.5 of a star. <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm going to give it a 4.5. Wow. I really liked it. And like you said, the more we talk about these films, like going over them again, it was honestly just so good. And, and then like I even thought of the other fact that like, he, he said he could never make it in life because he was left-handed and no one wants the left-handed boxer. Yep. Which is really great as well. So there are just so many like little nuggets of information throughout the film. Yep. So yeah, 4.5 is what I would sit at. Yeah, and this might be one of the first times I was tearing up trying to describe that, that, that finale. So it, it was a really emotional film. I really liked it. Maybe by the time I put this on Letterbox, it'll be a 4.5. Well, I do really like, like it. Like you said, like you would not think that this would be an emotional film whatsoever. I did not think it, I was going to actually like tear up, but it was so much more impactful than I like ever would have thought it would have been. Yeah. Well, that's everything on our end. In a week or so time, we'll be discussing the, obviously, the our own Oscar ceremony. We're going to give out some fake awards for all the films we of just course. discussed. And then at the end of the podcast, we'll obviously reveal the next Oscar season we're going to be diving into headfirst. Have a fantastic day, guys. All right, thanks. Andrea! <laughs> so funny, Adrian.